What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan, on Hour 13. Hey. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, Giovanni. Hold up. And we got the one and only Floyd Mayweather <laughs> and back the in the one building. And one and only your man, Floyd Money Mayweather, the billion-dollar man. Talk to me. Wow. What's up? So um, we, we appreciate you for showing up. What's up? Last time you were here, we said it took a village to bring you here. And I think this time it took a try because this is the first time we've had an actual a small studio town. audience in a radio show. <laughs> this is a small town family. And we do a little bit. We do a little bit. We do a little bit. Okay. So this is your first in-studio interview since you uh, beat the white boy. What was his name again? Lucky Charm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm suffering from brain damage. Uh, Conor McGregor. So the biggest... The biggest boxing fight, I think, in history just happened, what, a week ago? Mm -hmm. Yes. No Bobby Schmurter. Yes. About a week ago, yeah. Yeah, about a week ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Did you get the joke now? It was a little... Yeah. You were actually funny. Well, yeah, yeah. A little delayed, but yeah. That's why you hired me, bro. Oh. <laughs> okay. A week ago. So, um, you know, there's so many things we're going to get into today. Just jump right into the shit. And he said he wants us on his head. I mean, just get right to it. Talk about which, whatever y'all want to talk about. I answer y'all questions. Just get some ass after you want, man. Huh? <laughs> Did you get some ass after you won? Oh, absolutely. I'm Floyd Mayweather. I get that all the time. All right. You said jump right into it. I just have to jump in there and break that ice. Gio out. hasn't had sex with his girlfriend in a year. It's been a year. And they live together. I haven't had sex with my huh? girl in a year. Wait, 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 you wait, see wait. my girl. She bad. Wait, why? It's just some deeper shit that we ain't going to go into this show. We did that the prior show. She's talking about, okay, she talking about getting married. Oh, absolutely. No, he told her that they weren't going to have sex for a while and it's been a year. No, I told her. I said, look, I'm tired of being the one initiating sex. So until you give me you that, you tired of being what? Being the one initiating the sex. So you want to be? You want her to initiate? Yes, because I'm used to that. Because I'm a fine man. Listen, that's, so that's, that's what I said. That's what I said to my girlfriend about 20 years ago. What girlfriend? Right. Exactly. A friend. That's the point. So yeah. Okay, okay so anyway. listen. Let's talk about your no sex life having ass in a minute. Since we have the champ in the building, let's talk about the fight. So I went to London with you, to, yes. and I was in LA. Yes. And I was a part of witnessing history. You know, we get a lot of criticism on the show because your name happens to come up once in a while. Well, I do put up a lot of sponsorship money. You know, I am one of the sponsors of Hollywood Unlocked. So a lot of people don't know that, I mean, different companies sponsor different things. Um, you came to me and said that you guys would like for us to sponsor Hollywood Unlocked. So we didn't we didn't mind, you know, getting behind Hollywood Unlocked and putting a lot of money behind the company and the brand. And so it's okay to use your name from time to time. I mean, the type of money that I'm putting out, I think you guys should always talk about me. <laughs> okay, so uh, I went to, I was here in LA, went to London. I watched uh, this epic mm -hmm. presentation that you and Connor put in front of the world, promoting what's now the biggest fight in boxing history. Mm -hmm. How was all of that even started? Like, how did the conversation start where the two of you actually came together and said, we're going to make this fight happen? A little bigger and back and forth. MMA fighters, um, speaking about Floyd Mayweather, um, happily retired, not really focused on fighting fighting again at, at all. I was happy being retired. Um, Conor McGregor said something about me. I took a shot back. I basically told him, I'm, I'm an elephant, you an ant. I remember that was uh, TMZ in New York. Yes. And I said that. Then he came, he fired back saying something else. And then I um, went and showed his net worth, showed my net worth, showed what he made, showed what I made. And, it, you know, then it got everyone to talking. Once it got everyone to talking, I called Al Heyman. I told him to call the owner of the UFC, the new owners. Because uh, the Fertitas, the guys that's in Las Vegas, used to own UFC. But they sold it to some new owners. So Al Heyman already had an, a relationship with the guys that owned the UFC. So Al Heyman communicated with them. So when I first called Al, I said, make the fight happen. He said, Floyd, are you sure? I said, yes, it's going to be the biggest fight in history. It's going to do record-breaking numbers. He said, are you sure? I said, yes, Al, call. So Al Heyman got in touch with the owner of the UFC. But before Al Heyman called the owner of the UFC, Jim Gray, the commentator, the guy that commentates the fight, had called me on a three-way line with the owner of the UFC. Mm. And I said, yo, um, put the fight together between me and Conor McGregor. Put the fight together between me and Conor McGregor. Uh, he was like, basically, 
Uh, he didn't think so. He didn't think that could happen. So the next time I went to Al, just the second time I went to Al, I said, make the fight happen. Al Heyman was like, uh, I'll try, but I don't know if that's possible. Al called. They said it's a no-go. So uh, me just being a brainiac, being sharp, I went back. I done my homework. I said, I know exactly what I got to do. I keep taking shots at him. He's going to keep taking shots at me. Then everybody around the world would demand this fight. So I took some more shots at him. He took some more shots at me. Then I showed a video of him quitting. And I said, I that need was a, that, that was a tap out video? Yeah, I said, I need a, I tap need a, out. I said, I need a caption from everybody around the world. That got him hot. Mm-hmm. But then everybody around the world was talking about it. Then we made it happen. And so, did you? Was there any type of risk analysis that went into like thinking about fighting, him or you just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna fight"? You, because you're not really afraid of anybody. It just my thing is just this. I just went to him. I said, "You already know what I want. You know, I need my guaranteed. You know, my guarantee is always the nine figure payday. If I mean that's for everybody that's listening. That's you know a hundred a hundred million or better. Meaning that's my guarantee. That's what I get when I go home. Always nine figures, starting with." Because nine figures can go all the way up to over nine hundred million. I'm saying when you send your guarantees. So those are for the listeners that's not really, you know, that's not really real quick and real sharp and mm-hmm. real witty. Meaning that every time I go out there, I have to get a guarantee of a hundred million or better. And so, and that's what happened. It's been a lot of talk, like, you know, people always try to find a conspiracy theory, you know, they think that you guys were friends and the whole thing was just like no. it was like Y'all planned it, like the fighting, like you say this to me. And I, was, and I didn't think that was the case. But people, what do you say to the people that say that? What you mean planned it like? Like people think that you guys really didn't, like the words you guys were saying, the, the critiques, you all were just kind of like So basically, the, sort of, yeah. sort of, you know I mean, so y'all saying sort of like WWE? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely not. So it was all real. I didn't get that vibe uh, at all. No, Conor McGregor, he didn't mm-hmm. like me. I mean, he probably still, well, he probably liked me now after right. that payday. Yeah, yeah. But he, <laughs> didn't, like, he didn't like me and... and he probably still don't like me. Mm-hmm. We don't like each other. Just simple and plain. But it's, you, we still have to be respectful at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have to conduct myself in an orderly fashion. But when it's time to sell a fight, I know what I have to do. I have to go out there and, um, you know, I, I have to put a 10 on a 2, mm-hmm. you know, and go to the extreme and sell it to the public. A lot of people were surprised at how graceful you were after. Like, you had every right to talk shit to him after. Yeah. And, and you didn't. And you, you took the high road. Because real. no matter what, you know, we look up when, I'm, when, we, when two competitors are competing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it takes a lot to build a fight of that magnitude. Mm-hmm. He's going to say one thing. I'm going to say another thing. No matter if we use foul language or not. Mm-hmm. No matter how much money a person got, you still have to be able to have class and taste. Mm-hmm. Money can't buy class and taste. And p- people must realize part of my job is to go out there and sell the event to let them know. But it wasn't, we wasn't being fake when we was going back and forth. Mm-hmm. He don't like me. I don't like him. Simple and plain. But when it's all said and done, we had a beef. We squashed our beef in the ring. So... I don't have to continue to beat a man down after I already beat him down. Plus physically. you won. Right, exactly. Yeah. I think one yeah. thing you definitely demonstrated in the conference is like how much poise and patience you had. Mm-hmm. Like I got anger problems, bro. Yes. I have anger problems. That well, couldn't be me. You know, it was crazy, you know, with the fight, the build up to the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, when he said certain things. Put his hands on your head. But it's crazy, you know. I sat back when it was, when it was his turn to go up and speak to the world and speak his piece, I sat back like this and let him talk. Mm-hmm. Let him say whatever he had to say. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like I won the war of the words because mm-hmm. when it was time for me to go up there and speak, he kept, he constantly kept interrupting me. Right. But, and then one time he put his hands on my head. Everybody said, oh, Floyd, I would have went crazy. I would have went crazy. I said, listen, I think about my family. I think about my loved ones. I think about my staff. I think about Mayweather Promotions. Mm-hmm. I think about the TMT brand. I think about Hollywood Unlock. I think I have to think about everybody. I can't think about just me. Is that something that a 30-year-old Floyd wouldn't be able to do? 
I mean, I'm a lot more mature now. Right. I'm a lot older. So if this was like 10 years ago, you think it'd be a little different reaction maybe? No. No? I think just with age, mm-hmm. uh, wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, with age comes wisdom. It's about growing. It's about growth. Uh, and I think I've grown. You know, I'm not the same Floyd Mayweather I was mm-hmm. uh, 21 years ago, even though I was at the top 21 years ago. So he's kind of lucky he did it now when you're more mature. Well, but, and but there was always, a, but there always. was a point. There was a point during this whole process though that it went from just a war of words on Instagram or Twitter to like him really acting out, right? Like I really felt like one, he had kind of taken your rule book or your That's playbook right. and how my to blueprint. really, yeah, old, like he took your blueprint of yes. Pretty Boy Floyd, yes. and really acted his part. Yes, he did well, a great job. But then it went from that to calling women around you prostitutes, calling you a monkey. Mm. When we were in London, I, th- I think he created a very dangerous environment for all of us that people didn't see, the people trying to scrape your Rolls Royce as you left the place and people yes. were trying, you know, a lot of things that were going on. So did you feel like it went way far past just sportsmanship of like creating a <clears throat> good fight? Those things happen. You know, I feel like we're all put in, in certain positions for certain reasons. Those things will happen. Mm-hmm. I think with me, what I've learned is always just stay relaxed, stay focused, and keep your composure the same way like inside that ring. Mm -hmm. Keep your composure, stay relaxed, and go out there and do your job. Um, I signed up for this, so this comes with the territory. Sometimes when you sign up for certain things, people can can go over the top. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm going to go over the top because sometimes I can say things that— I shouldn't say. So in London, in London, you lost it and you called him a faggot. You caught, you got a lot of criticism yes. for that. Um, and I was standing there and watched this happen and knew immediately that there was going to be some backlash. And the first thing that happened when I walked in your hotel room, you got up and were like, my bad. You know, you didn't mean that. Yes. What, did, what was going on in your mind when that happened? You know, this era, things are totally different. Back in the day, you know, back in the day, you can use that word. You can say certain words. Nobody really gets offended by it. But now nowadays, it's, it seems like, you know, that they're the majority and we're the minorities. Meaning that, you know, you... They have the you, gay community. Yeah, the gay community. And you have to realize, I support and, and like and love everybody. You know, there's no... I don't, I don't, I don't believe in racism, even though racism still exists. You know, I believe I have a very, very diverse team, meaning the same way I'm going to love my Asian friends are the same way I'm going to love my black friends. So, you know, I mean, just like you have, you may have somebody black, black take advantage of you. You can have somebody white take advantage of you. But when you use the word faggot, you weren't, what what were you thinking? Like, were I'm, you, I'm just, you know, that was just, just came out, just talking, just trash yeah. talking. It didn't mean really mean like, Gay. Nothing, nothing towards the gay community yeah. or the lesbian community. So it'd be similar to saying you bitch ass nigga. Yeah. I mean, if you use, you don't use the word, the N word, but if I was to say it'd be in the, in the sense of what you meant, that's what that meant. Well, things are to- totally different for me. You know, he can go out and say, call us monkeys. Boy. Boy, monkey, mm-hmm. dance for me. <laughs> uh, and these different words, as soon as I say something, they're going to talk about it every day, put it on the front page. But when he's, when Conor McGregor was saying, Certain things, like even like after the fight, when he said, "I made Mayweather fight like a Mexican." Yeah, totally disrespectful. But, but what, when he said the dance for me, boy, and the uh, and when he did that, somebody said to me, "Oh, he's racist." I go, "No, he's not. That's just him talking." Did you think from the beginning when he was saying stuff that that was racist or sort of a racist approach that he was taking towards communicating the, with you? The racist approach that I thought was when he said. The monkeys, when he called us, uh, you know, the dancing monkeys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now we're pushing it. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to the limit. Now we're going over top, over the top. Mm-hmm. But my thing was to stay relaxed, stay relaxed, you know, because I understand racism still exists, but I can't find myself doing the same thing that. Conor McGregor was doing as far as I mean it is it's certain limits to certain things I'm not because he says something you know racist or he's uh, or uh, you know, like I said racism still exists because he says something racist don't mean I'm going to say something racist back mm-hmm. but do you think the reason 
do you think the reason that the media ran or mainstream media ran with the word you said versus him standing in your face and calling you monkeys referring to do you think that that was racist or racism like why would they I know I know because standards for me I'm I'm under a microscope always you know whatever I do whatever I say is different that's no different from if I'm on social media and people take shots at me you know people take shots at me all the time they can even have more followers. It doesn't matter. I'm still I'm still a, a bigger name. St- I'm still more massive, still more larger, still more st- still more mm-hmm. bigger. Mm-hmm. Meaning, someone can say, take a shot at me saying like different things about Floyd Mayweather. As soon as I say something back, it's gonna blow them up. It's gonna make them more relevant. So it's best that I just sit back and don't say nothing at all. Say whatever you want to say. What's frustrating as an an outsider, I'll call myself that because I just, I'm getting to know you guys, like you, um, is the thing that you've been, you've been criticized for for years about being arrogant, about being cocky, about being flashy. This white boy comes along and does it, takes a page from your playbook, times 10, does it extra, not as good. And I, I talk to people, right? And it's like, he's charismatic. He's funny. Yes. He's not threatening. But the black man does it. You're a bully. You're mean. You're this, yeah, you're that. Like, and it's amazing. Like, but even like with me, like even like me doing this show, I can't, you know, with me communicating with you guys, me talking about this, what they're gonna do is put this front page. And they're gonna turn into some, you know. They'll find something. They'll find something about racism. Maybe there's right ra- you know, racist. <clears throat> but you know, it is what it is. Why interview oh go ahead. The way no, I think the way that you conduct yourself throughout the press conferences, which I watched them. And then the icing on the cake was at the fight. Again, I was very impressed. Like people that hate you have whatever, for whatever reason, they can no longer, if they still talk shit after that classy interview you gave, you could have every reason to say something like whatever. And you'd have been within your rights and you didn't. <laughs> so I'm saying they can put a stop to that. You didn't do anything racist. You you received it with grace. A, a black man being called, you know, being con- Compared to monkeys and dance for me, boy, all that stuff was way out of pocket, way out of line, and you didn't react. But at the end of the day, he's a self-made billionaire who created his own lane. No matter what he says, does, dresses, he can, I think, put on a three-piece suit with no jewelry, not have one woman around him, mm-hmm. maybe one, and he's still going to be whatever they say he is because he's defied all odds. He's he's everything that we were all told we couldn't be, and he did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, because yeah. I, I will say I was sitting in the room, right? whether it was L.A. or London, I didn't go to New York or Canada, but just even from two different countries, like the amount of hate in the room for you was so crazy. And I don't even think it had anything to do with you being anything other than a black, yeah. rich, successful yeah, they person. Hate that shit. And this timing in like, history right well, now. Because in London, like we're in London, right? Ireland's right across the water, I guess. So all the fans were Ireland. It was like Irish. 90%. So all the fans from Ireland. Or 95%. Were Irish and they came over, they flew over. So when you feel all that hate, do you think do you think it's hate for you for anything other than just being the best, or is it jealousy, or what is it? I don't know. It's because I, 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 yeah. really, I really don't know. But I wouldn't change my life for nothing. Right. You know how how my life played out. I love it. I love how my life played out. When no one's around, does it ever really get to you? Like it, like what jealousy? Yeah, like the negativity. Hate. No, I don't worry about it. It no. really has no effect. Look, if you yeah. ain't got no haters, you ain't pop. No, I'm All used right? to it. I mean, because I feel like we're not born. We're taught how to hate. We're taught hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not born a hater. We're taught hate. Um, and it takes more energy to hate than love. I mean, it's. I mean, I mean, would I? Would, if I was a guy, and my girl was looking at, or she liked Floyd Mayweather, would I hate? I mean, with the person I am now, I mean, with the person I've, who I am, I would never do it. I'd just be like, I like that. his style. Right, I, right. I got to get like him. I like his style. <laughs> right. Because I know how I am. I'm yeah. like, oh, he motivated me to, to become a go-getter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, you know, they tell their girl anything. Oh, he ain't really getting that money, for, all that money from boxing. He got to <laughs> um, be in the streets. He got to be doing something illegal. Mm-hmm. Oh, he not doing this. He not doing that, man. That's all. It all comes from just hard work. So so for the boxing fans that thought maybe Conor McGregor took Triple G spot, like Triple G should have got that fight. And I'm not, I, I mean, until I became your friend, I really didn't follow boxing because I have a the lot of other shit. A lot, a lot of other shit going on. But what do you think? What do you think to those people that say that? It's only, I mean, it's two, it was, it's two names. 
in yeah. combat sports. There's two names. Mm -hmm. At the top. May Mayweather and McGregor. It's two names. Mm -hmm. And with me being off two years, I still was the biggest name. Even with me being retired, I'm still the biggest name in boxing as well as the MMA. I'm the biggest name. Period. Would you have preferred if the ref didn't stop the fight and we can get like a, like just knock him all the way unconscious? Um, he has a career. Mm -hmm. You know, he still has a career. He's still young. Mm -hmm. And... That'd be very damaging for his... Uh... Very, very damaging. We have to think about these fighters. Even yeah. like my Uncle Roger. Uh -huh. Right now, I just got a call just before I came here. Mm -hmm. He was he keep walking off, wandering off. No one can find him. Mm -hmm. He ended up in the hospital. So, brain damage, it happens. Yeah. It happens. That's crazy that you say that because in my mind, I'm like, I want you to knock that nigga... Knock him clean the f out, but people don't really know or even think to think like that. That's where that you're being empathetic for someone else's life and career. That's is wear and tear. Yeah, it's wear and tear. And I gave the fans what they wanted to see. I told them that I'll go straight ahead. I told them that I'm not going to take. I'm not going to take a step back. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go out there and do what I have to do. Did you? That's what I did. Did you ever feel like okay, this brother he actually doing kind of good, or did you was like this is gonna be a breeze? Like no, I'd have said it. I said, I was happy. I said, we're giving the fans what they want to see. Good. It was a good fight. It was exciting. Yeah. I was very surprised that he did better than what I thought he was going to do. So, so Okay, hold on. Yeah, sure. So, it's a catch-22. Mm -hmm. If I'd have blew him out in the first round, they would have had something to say. If we let the fight go on a little longer than expected, they're going to have something to say. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, damn if I do, damn if I don't. If I let it go the distance, they're going to say something. Yeah. So what you saying that is basically once again we praising him. Mm -hmm. We're not praising me. We praising him mm -hmm. because I'm 40 years old, retired for two years. He's 28. He's active. Um, I'm inactive. He's taller. He's bigger. He may not be stronger. Right. Longer reach. Uh, I'm saying length. I mean he has a longer reach. Mm -hmm. He's taller. He's bigger. He's younger. Youth is on his side. I'm just saying. So everything on paper leans towards him. Right. But for but, me to come and be off and, oh, only, and only really train right. totally, so, pro probably three weeks. Oh, yeah. Come and on. And all I'm doing, and I'm, and, I, and I'm out every night partying. I gained, I, I won $50 off that fight. That's all I can afford to bet. <laughs> so so, so yes, I'm happy. So yesterday, I to put it on. yesterday when we landed, uh, we went to your house and it was the first time you had watched the, sh the fight playback. Did you see anything in the fight that stood out Sorry. to you that maybe we missed? or Because the thing I missed that apparently everybody else got was when you walked out with that fucking mask. And I didn't get that you were doing a heist. Yes. I just thought Philip Pine was, I just thought <laughs> yeah, Pine was like, creative and maybe created some kind no, of phase gear or something. No, that's that was my idea. <laughs> Actually, the Philip Pine made the rope. These trunks were made by a young lady in the UK. Okay. So I didn't wear Philip Pine. Uh, trunk that he made for me because I must Philip Pine didn't put the Hublot logo on the trunks oh okay and you know Hublot gave me millions and millions of dollars so I had to wear the Hublot logo and the trunks that she had made had the Hublot logo you're the only person that I know can sit in his bedroom and hand out Hublots like popcorn at a movie theater I gave you one yeah happy birthday <laughs> Yeah, happy okay, birthday. so when you got in the ring, you there wasn't anything in you that said because I don't know where I grew up from. Stockton is pretty violent. When something happens, you just want to kill a person. You didn't get in the ring and say, "I want to beat the shit out of him." You got in the ring and were very in your mind strategic about how you wanted to slowly embarrass him, slice him apart. Yeah. No, no, I wanted to get a fans a show. Okay, got you. I mean, I could have, I could have just sat back, relaxed, box, counter punch, moved. I didn't want to do that. I want. I wanted to go out with a bang. I wanted to give the fans what they wanted to see. The fans wanted to see blood, sweat, and tears. That's what they wanted to see. So, like the first three rounds were, or three, three or four rounds, because I was only 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 other fight I've been at it was Maidana too, and it seemed like the first three rounds is you figuring out the other person, or at least figuring out the rhythm of the fight. Is no, that no? I was letting him shoot his load. Okay, that was the game plan. Take our time because once I first came out there, and he shot a few shots, I seen him take a deep breath, like. I said, okay. I said around it's seven. To, I said around seven to eight. You, that's what you were thinking. I said around seven to eight. And then I said to myself, he's only used to fighting 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. After 25 minutes, it's, it's over. Mm -hmm. And the fight will stop in 28 minutes. Mm -hmm. 
So that's one round after, I mean, three minutes after 20, 25 minutes. So what round did you know that you had it? I mean, you went in knowing you would beat him, but. From uh, once he came out and shot some heavy, you know, shot his heavy shots. And, I, you know, I picked him off a little bit and I see him take a deep breath. Like, I said, okay. That's now. a bad sign in the ring, huh? I said, okay, I see where we at. Mm. So every time I come back to the corner, my dad would talk to me, say, don't worry, we'll get to him. Take your time, keep your composure. We get to him. So when you're in the corner, are you listening to people? Because it kind of sometimes it looks like you. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're a great entertainer. I'd be, sometimes zoned, I'd I'd be zoned out sometimes, okay. but I still hear what my dad is saying. I see, I still hear what my team is saying, but I'd be zoned out. I'd be focused on what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. All those shots on the top of your head, the back of your head, like why no points were taken from it was them? Sort of like Popeye, like if you watching. Go back Popeye. and look at all access, the epilogue. Uh-huh. I clearly told the referee. I don't mind punches coming in the front and punches landing on the side. But please be careful and be aware mm-hmm. that he will be trying to punch in the back and behind the head. But why did you, how did you know that? Just knew. I felt it. So Because of his sport or just because? I just felt it. Because I had a chance to watch. When I seen them show a clip of him boxing Paulie, mm-hmm. you know, another professional fighter that he was working with. He was sparring. He was punching him in the back of the head. So, you know, that was one of the key notes, you know, that I took. That's not something they take points away for? You're supposed to take points away, but I'm glad they didn't take no points away. Right. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm fair. It was like four right. or five times that he did it. More than that, but I'm fair. I don't trip on that. Okay. You know, uh, my job is to go out there and be the fighter, and a referee job is to be the referee and manage and keep everything intact and keep everything in order. I would, I would like to know, after you won, took this victory and you went over and you guys came in the middle and you kind of had a moment, what, what what did he say to you? What, what did he say? Because I seen he was saying something. Was he embraced you saying? He just said, man, you, like, basically, you're stronger than what I thought you was. And you basically, you keep your composure through everything. You know, uh, basically, you key, in on, you, key in on, you key in on what you keyed in on and you stay focused on that one thing. It's like, box, it's like boxing talk or fight talk. Right. And then he made excuses about being fatigued. I'm like, no, you were tired because you got your ass whooped. No, that's what took a lot of energy out of you. So I show up to T-Mobile Arena and they give me my credential for the media. Because, you know, I forget Hollywood Unlocked is a media company. But they somehow somebody made a mistake and gave me like an all access kind of situation. So I started moving through that motherfucker like I was you. And then there was a moment <laughs> where like, you know, I ran into Tyler Perry. A lot of superstars come there. And uh, Diddy was there. LeBron walked in looking like, you know, a million dollars. But... J-Lo was there. And I was, I mean, I was looking for J-Lo. I couldn't find J-Lo. <laughs> but she was there. And so the whole night, I her, felt her, like I the loser. I think it was her and Alex Rodriguez, right? The guy she's with right now. Yeah, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. So I'm looking for J-Lo. She's in the building. So I run it. So my phone dies. I charge my phone. I asked this girl, can I use her charger? The girl, I'm not going to say her name because it doesn't matter. She just happened to tell me that she had sat next to J-Lo. I'm like, oh, shit, I was looking for J-Lo. And she said to me that J-Lo said to her specifically, I came to watch Floyd Mayweather lose. And I said, well, you know, you're always going to want to see a winner and a loser. She said, no, I don't care if Conor wins. She wanted to see you lose. What is that about? Uh, I don't know, but J-Lo is a hell of an entertainer. I wish her nothing but the best. <laughs> She's in a great relationship, and I'm proud of her. You got that immediate. So you never, do you, I mean, it was you never dated her, broke her heart, or nothing like that, or she lost a bet. Maybe she lost a bet. Did she bet? Is Cotto, who was... Cody, he's I'm, Puerto Rican. I fought Miguel Cotto. I'm pretty sure she was at the fight. And you know, a lot of oh, times yeah, yeah. we, I think so, we stand behind our people, our countrymen. Mm. I feel like boxing really brings out the racism in people. It's like the white fight. Are you bo- crazy, boxing. Madonna too? I, I, no, I thought I was so, gonna get stabbed in that. It's moment. so black versus that's white. Racist, it's so bro. Mexican versus black. Like that's what it is. Like you see all the white people there. There was not all the white people were for. You know who they were for. And they were all around me pouting after the fight. It just it seems like it brings out the racism in, in folks. Oh, so do do you ever like? Think of inviting J-Lo over to dinner to say, listen, let's talk about, you know, a lot of men have lost to me in the ring. A lot of men have lost to you in life. Let's sit down and figure out how we can find a common ground. You're saying they're both undefeated? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, she's um, very talented. Um, I mean, singing, dancing. She has a show on the strip. I've never You've been. Actually, you've never. Supported? I've never went to the show on the strip, but. A lot of different female friends of mine that come come in town, they always ask me, Floyd, can you get tickets to the J Lo show? 
and I'll send them to the J-Lo show. I mean, I've never been there. Um, I wouldn't mind going to check it out myself. Mm. Okay, so I just actually thought of something while you're sitting here because you're in L.A. It's not. It's rare that you're in town at the same time Rihanna is. She has a party tomorrow. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys are available, but I, I'm on the list. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to see. I don't, have uh, to, I don't have to get on no list. I can go to anybody's party. I'm Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to get you two in the same room because I've always said I think she's the one woman that could give you a run for your money. She wasn't at the fight, but do, do you... <laughs> You don't want to mess with They were saying she was a McGregor fan, right? You don't want to mess with that. I didn't hear that. I did. I just know they told me she a Pisces. You're a Pisces? Yes, yes. So does that mean not compatible? I mean, I like her music. Her music is, her production team is unbelievable. Rihanna got great music. One of the best, one of the best artists out there. Are you trying to link them to hook them up? Or you just think, is that what you're saying? Don't, don't, don't do that, I bro. think that, I mean, she's focused on her career and I'm proud of her. You know, that's what she needs to focus on. <laughs> but now she could have a man that's retired that could stand behind her and still. Right. <laughs> I wonder how that would be. I mean, too. you know, it is what it is. You know, um, she come into my life, she do. If she don't, I'm still going to support her and still listen to her music. Rihanna, if you're listening, hit him up. No. And J Lo, if you're listening, you're don't, not invited. Don't to him trust him accents, man. <laughs> so, um, so boxing again. I'm new to the sport. Boxing fights at your level typically happen in is it May and September or May and? Well, I normally fight in May or September. Okay, and well, this year. You fought in September, in August, I and then there's, I guess, the, the, I heard in the wind, literally in the wind, that there's another big, allegedly big fight happening this month. Shit, I didn't even know. Tell me about it. So, Oscar <laughs> De La Hoya. Oh, Oscar, I, beat him, I beat him before. Easy. Right. So, Oscar De La Hoya has a fight coming up that uh-huh. I guess was supposed to be some big fight, but your fight somehow overshadowed the promotion Which of that fight. Canelo and Triple G. I don't know. September 15th. Uh, my job is just to go out there and do what I do. What's his problem with you? Who? Oscar. I, I don't. He took his title. I don't I don't really know. Uh, Did you see the, what do you think about how he looked in the fishnets? Oh. <laughs> hmm? Well, you know, to each his own. He said that I'm hmm. not good for boxing, but I don't think. But what about the fishnets? You're trying to change I mean, the subject. And I see, I see you bobbing and weaving me and stuff like that, but I'm not No, it's not really bobbing. It. It's not really, you know, I fought Canelo before and I fought <laughs> Oscar before. And everybody know what my, my total record is, 50 and 0. Mm-hmm. So. That speaks for itself. Right. So are you going to go to the fight and support it? No, I'll probably be at, I mean, what I will do is have Girl Collection open and all the people that's in Las Vegas can come man. to the strip club. I'm and so mad. I was, supposed, I was supposed to host your game, man, but I, I lost my wallet, bro. Couldn't make the flight. Why? Everything was booked. Ticket, that's, hotel. That's a four. I ain't number the four hour drive. Hey, man, guess what? <laughs> I ain't got no L's, though. He's a felon. He's on yeah. probation. We're trying to get the probation cleared. It's a yeah, I know people look at me like, "How you gonna be a yeah?" And we hired you. <laughs> no, well, we, I mean, but no, I wish. I mean, girl collection. I keep hearing about that place, man. It's cool. They have great wings, like I told you earlier. Yeah, she been blasting about the guy. We got red rose. Limit. Red rose working. Girl Who that? Place. Jesus Lord. Beautiful girl. Yes, she is. The girls are really beautiful. She girl collection. Yeah. She called That's them a nice followers. collection, boy. Okay. So now you said it a thousand times. We're going to put a cap on boxing. You're absolutely retired. It's over. Please, let's not talk about boxing no more. Let's talk about something else. So even a billion dollars in Dubai, you're not boxing? Uh, man, I made over a billion dollars already. So you're done? I made over a billion dollars already. Okay. So let's move it's on. still to, growing. Let's move on. Can we talk about hot topics? We yeah. don't want to talk about none. That's irrelevant. Are you still I, dating Bad That's Medina? a good question. She's been she's been with her family. I mean, dating is is going out. What she's doing right now is I told her we've been we communicated about her spending time with her family. Okay. Because I know her mother had had cancer. Mm-hmm. So her mother had cancer, and she has a little brother. So she's helping her family. She's been helping her family, um, and going through stuff with her family. So when it's personal issues with your family, I think that's. You have to put that first. That's more important right now than us dating, us going out, than us posting each other. I have so, a question for you. So wait, so you wouldn't say she's on a timeout? No, she's with her family. Okay. Yeah. She's with her family. And we communi- we communicated about her spending time with her family and helping her mother and helping her brother. Mm. Do you is there do you have any desire to ever settle down with one woman and get married? And is there a woman out there that you think could quote unquote like I mean tame uh, you and get you to walk down that aisle? I, a lot of people never judged, you know, a lot of times we, we, we didn't judge Hugh Hefner. Mm-hmm. You know, we praised Hugh Hefner. Right. Right? No different from Conor McGregor. It's the same situation. Right. Because right. I want to live my life the way I want to live my life. Don't judge me. Only God can judge me. Is that me. something you don't, you have no interest in? But I'm just saying this. I mean, 
Whoever said that it's supposed to be one on one? Who oh. said that? No, it's it's whatever you want, See? but do you want that? But uh, but who said that it's supposed to be like that? Because I said this earlier. I said I believe I, you could be in love and with multiple people. It's too, the word is too many. Too many beautiful people here to just be down with one person but all the time. You, but you can still I get just, married to one like, and, and have my, other friends. I tell my daughter this. Don't carry yourself like a man. I always tell my right. both of my daughters. I get that for sure. Don't be a rat or a roach. They're in everybody's house in the hood. Be a <laughs> butterfly. Be a hard catch. Right. And that's what I always tell my daughter. Damn. And I say, you cannot carry yourself like men carry themselves. And you and we can go back to the beginning of the time. Yeah, you know. So my friend behind you is laughing because he was telling this whole story about how yes. he can have all these women, but his women can never have other men. So would you ever let any of your women have other men? Well, yesterday's scores don't win today's ball game. No. <laughs> what, what we must realize is this. <laughs> now, when I met her, did she have a man? Yeah. If I met her and she had a man, did she? And and when I met her, did she have multiple men or deal with multiple multiple men? If she did, then I already know where that's going to go with me and her. Mm -hmm. It's gonna probably going to be a, a hit and run. She's going to go her way. I'm going to go my way. Mm -hmm. Because you got to realize this. When a girl comes into my life, I'm, I have to take I'm going to take her to the next level. It's like real estate. When I move into the neighborhood, property the, value the, goes the up. value of the property goes up. <laughs> so you got to realize this. Remember this. I'm able to put a, a female in a position to become an entrepreneur. I'm putting a... So, and it's, it's about us, not not just us physically fucking good, but us mentally fucking good also. So speaking about putting people, women in positions of being an entrepreneur, and this is shifting gears just a little bit, but it is. A so I want to say this. I want to ask you something, Jason. Okay, sure. So you think that a woman. I should, ain't putting a woman so in I'm a position. Saying, so you think I should. You saying that a woman should come into my life. I'm dealing with her. I put her in a position to be a boss and she should be able to. Fuck and hang out and spend the money that I showed her how to get on her own, independent, and spend on another man? Well, when you say it like that, it sounds so bad. But I, what I'm asking, and this is what I was saying to my friend, I'm not saying to you because you do, you you know, you live in your own world. What I'm saying is that- We're it, happy. The thing is this. The girls that's in my life, we're happy. Well, I didn't get to clarify my question. We're going to get to that. Okay. The women that's- <laughs> the, I don't- Soon as a female- Go to a girl that's in my life and say, you know what? Floyd is doing this and Floyd is doing that. She don't need to be in your life. Because mm. all I've been was good to you. Matter of fact, all I've been was great to you. I said, did she come? I said, when you wanted that Rolls Royce, did she buy it for you? When you wanted that house, did she buy it for you? When you got all them, them Birkin bags and you traveled the world, did she do that for you? When your mother bills need to get paid, is she doing that for you? But she don't need to even comment on our business. And that's exactly what Benzino said. When Benzino was here, he said, because I said to him. I had something to drink, I said it. Oh, no. So Benzino was here, and he was talking about how he wanted to win back his girl's heart because she was not happy with him and the relationship. I mean, he's going way above and beyond trying uh -huh. to get this one girl mm -hmm. and being faithful and all this because he was caught cheating on the girl. Mm -hmm. Now, I said, well, you know, having been around Florida, I've seen a different world, and there's a different world out there. And he's created this movie that... Um, it's just, it's different. And he said, well, Floyd has the money, he's the king, and he can rule his kingdom the way he wants. Do you think it's only because you can afford that lifestyle and afford to provide for everybody? I think if you versus can... Versus, say, Jay Bling and his... Jay Bling got, got paid for him. He got, he got, got for a DJ. Right. I think he's doing great for a DJ. Okay. I mean, just for an artist, period. He stays, he stays in his own lane, meaning that he has a Ferrari, he has a Lamborghini, he has a nice house. Got diamond watches. I got that Uber account. Boy. I mean, you know, you can't knock that. So with Jay Bling just being independent, doing shows, I mean, I, he's happy, he's comfortable. But I just interviewed. And he you. making crazy money from the girl collection. I just interviewed you, and and the thing, one thing people picked up on the interview is when you said in your stable you have a seven piece. So <laughs> there you go, there you go. What's okay, that? We're gonna, we're gonna get to this. Okay, What's a seven on. piece? Do it come what, with biscuits no, no, let's go, and sweet no, hold and sour sauce? Let's go back What's to... stable? Let's go back... No, no, no. Let's go back to what you were just talking about. Okay. Before we got to Jamie. What you asked me again, let's go back to that. I was going to ask Do that. you think it's the money that... You, if Benzino said you're the king, you have the money, so you rule the kingdom. You want to tell you what goes on now? Now I know what's talking about. This is the problem. <laughs> what we need to know. I don't think that brothers, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend... Everyone needs their own space because male and female get tired, whether it's 
female and female, roommates, male and male fem- uh, roommates, people get tired of one another. Of for sharing no the same space all the time? You get tired. Yeah. It's true. Told you, man. You have to keep everything still new and interesting. That's why, meaning that when a woman has her own house, when you put her in her own house, her own loft, her own high-rise, whatever, and you go over there and she come over your house sometimes, it's good that y'all, y'all not around each other all day, every day, because it still keep everything fresh. It still keep everything new. Mm-hmm. Even in the pa- even like in my relationships in a in the past where girls that's been in my life, I gave them their own space. So that's why we never really had any problems. You have to give women their space. Men need their, people, period. Mm-hmm. Men as well as females. So if you see her every day when she come home, you're like, okay, oh, this bitch. But if, you, but if you got your space and you see her, you be like, damn, I, I, ooh, I need that bitch. So, when, so, when, my, so you need to I, miss I told her. the same shit, bro. I told the same shit. You're not even fucking your girlfriend. I know, but I told her, I said, babe, we need some fucking nah, but space. Until, until you're we fucking on the, no, no, no. But listen, no, no, we no, living no, together no, no, and no, shit. We you, up but each you, other. You, you, but you guys are just roommate. Y'all platonic right. friends. You got to fuck her tonight. I do. It's I do. been a year. She ain't want the dick at this point. It's yeah. been a year. There's other reasons why I'm not fucking my girl. That I it's, can't personal. Even it's personal. It's personal. Download Pornhub and figure it out. Okay, so. A year is over. You're friends. So would you, how long would you go? How long have you gone without sex? Oh, my man, you what know, time? Let me see. Six hours. So ten minutes to ten. Do you I have mean, as much sex as people think? I'm, I'm a fuck. No, I'm human. No, I'm Mayweather. I'm gonna. But, fuck. I'm gonna get it in. But I'm not. <laughs> Here's that Midwest coming. I out. mean, I got a lot of. I'm I have a lot man. of problems with and money and pussy is not one of my problems. Uh-huh. I honestly feel like this. When I was broken, I had no money. Uh, my dick game was amazing. Broke guys are my, usually the my best. My dick game was amazing because that's the only thing I had to bring t- to the table. What? The more money I, I I get, the more money I get, the more money I make. I feel like I still can fuck a girl good, but it's not like it was right. when I was broke. See, right. I would say because that's the only thing I can bring to the like table. Like a nigga with no cock, got, like me, I ain't got no well, cock, so I lay it down quite nice. Well, I was saying, to, I was saying to Dr. Board guy that he was getting food for less baggage, lady pussy. You know the people that bag your food. It was a joke earlier. How do you know when you have? the grade A woman for you? Like, is it all the same? I mean, it's been a long time. So this is much more of a refresher course for me. What? Oh, you asking what makes good pussy? Yeah. Um, what makes good well, pussy? Well, you got to realize some girls got good pussy. But what makes it but she, good? But she don't got no good head. Some girls got good head, but don't got good pussy. And yeah, I mean, deep. so you, sometimes you stuck because the girl that got good head don't got good pussy. She wants you to fuck so, her. You're like, damn, dog, so, I got so to make, bitch, and I don't want to fuck her, but you do anyway. So to make it in the stable. <laughs> so to make it in the, so to make it in the stable, which requirement do you have to have? What you mean? Like what? You said you have a stable with a seven piece. I'm still, I'm going to, I don't really, no, really want to say no stable with no seven piece. I said that the other day, different days you feel different ways and you say different shit and I can't contradict myself. Niggas I mean, a pep in this form of life. I know. What's going listen, on yeah, right baby, here? Monday is Tuesday and Wednesday don't mean Thursday. <laughs> Friday. Friday. That's at Detroit. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so just meaning. Fast talking like a mother. Okay. Meaning this. <laughs> because there are pages dedicated to knowing who is sleeping with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I don't know why they do this. T-tenders, every time we put up something, they in our DMs, you stole this from, like, I, I don't know what it, why are they so infatuated with knowing who is in the kingdom now? And who is in the kingdom? Because I don't Shit, even know. I mean, my house, the, my house, I have a house <laughs> in Beverly Hills, I have a house, I have a high rise in LA. I have a few, I have a lot of houses in LA, actually about four or five. So do you have four or five stables? No, no. That was yesterday. What I, what I, what you got to realize this. Got it. I'm into the import and exporting business. Uh-huh. Meaning, I live in Las Vegas, but most of the, most of the girls that I that's in my life don't live in Las Vegas. Yeah, they in and out. They fly in and out. Fly mm-hmm. in and out. And then, I mean, I feel like I don't never like to call no girl. Oh, this is a oh, this is a side piece. This is a side bitch. At the end of the day, y'all all shop at Neiman's. Y'all all shop, shop at Saks Fifth Ave. We all go to the Christian Louboutin store. We all go to the Giuseppe store. You know, we all go bag shopping. So, I mean, it's enough to go around. So, that's it's a family, yeah. man. It's we, a family. We, we stronger together than apart. Meaning, <laughs> you know, I don't know what they do at the, the Playboy Mansion, but at, but at all the different big boy mansions, because we have more than just one big boy mansion. Mm-hmm. We got mansions all over the country. I mean, what I want to do next is... Shit, probably take all the girls over to Hawaii and just chill for a few days. Probably some of the dancers too, you know? Because, you know, when my thing is this, how my approach is this. When they say, Floyd, you talking to that girl, she a hoe. 
I'm like, I'm a hoe too. <laughs> so it's okay. Oh, so, then, so that's how you that's how you back out the block. When they be like, oh, Floyd, that girl, she ain't shit. She a stripper. I said, well, shit. I own a strip club. <laughs> I mean, it's a gentleman's club, but I own a strip club. Do a lot club. of men right, come right. to the girls you talk to and, and, and hate like that? Not a lot, but th- does that happen often? It's Girls mainly hate on girls. Uh-huh. I mean, because, you know, they see a girl, oh, that bitch got on a Rolex watch. Or they see a bitch back, Floyd bought that. She got right. a watch. Floyd bought that. Everybody know, I done bought a thousand diamond watch. That ain't nothing to me. I got a little 700,000. I was going to ask you the price tag on that thing right 700. there. 700. Like 700. Yeah, like 700. <laughs> so are there, <laughs> one, it's a one-on-one. So are there any other okay. qualities other than that? You know, that? This, a, this, a, this is AP, but I'm with you, blow. So hey, Floyd. Hugo, no, I can wear what the fuck I yeah, want to wear. I got a, uh, shit, a rubber band, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me what time the rubber band is. So, okay. Are, are there other qualities other than having good pussy and no, being just, able to shop at Neiman's to just, get your attention? You talking about the women? Women. No, it works like this. I mean, when I see a woman, like when I see a woman, I don't look at a woman every time I see her. I be like, oh, she's an attractive woman. But I also say, let me pick her brain. She's attractive, but let me pick her brain. Let me find out about her. Because it, you have to really do your homework on these women. But they can be like, Floyd, she a hoe. So I say, okay, that's no problem. But I say, somebody's saying the same thing about you. Mm-hmm. So every, the same girl that's always saying that this girl's a hoe and this girl's a bitch, other girls saying the same thing about you. So what's a deal breaker for you, for a woman, when it comes to a woman that you're interested in, you like, like, what would be a deal breaker where you're like, nah, can't do it? I, I really like women that's, it's three, it's, I think I like women that, that can hustle. Mm-hmm. I like women that, that's very versatile, mm-hmm. can be a chameleon, mm-hmm. can adjust, and can adapt. Um, I like women that's extremely smart. But I don't, I don't like, just because a woman is, if she bad, they be like, oh, Floyd, she got a badass body. Or she uh, she bad, she cute. But she if she dumb as a box of rocks, I don't need <laughs> what, her. What if her okay. face a four, I, but I don't her body a 15, 15, cold? We, we just talked about that before we came in here. Yeah. We just talked about that. Because I've known before my girl, if that face was a four, but that body was a 10, I just have her walk in the room backwards. That's all. <laughs> I, don't, she, I said she bad still. <laughs> I mean. God. I mean, come on, we all every guy. Here I mean, we already sexes. we already know. Like, I ain't gotta go out there. I mean, I got, I mean, I got bad bitches, man. I can get a bad bitch if I can't do nothing else. You know, they know I got I got the baddest bitches. And if and if, and if a motherfucker get caught slipping, <laughs> I will take your bitch. So, so the other day, you said, so the other day you said to me that if, soul, he said that shit. The other day you said to me that if if you if you, if you saw a girl that you wanted that belonged to somebody or that was with somebody else, you would tell him you wanted his girl. I had to tell him I wanted. Dang, like, a, I mean, I'm saying, cold. yo, I'm like, yo, I straight up tell the dude, like, yo, man, yo, like, no different from me and my crew. We hang out, we cool. If it's me, Rick, and Rilla, and, and I feel like a girl Rick is with, she like my like Rick, I think that girl like me, man. I think she like me, fam. And so is and, the, and if it's one of my girls, if so, it's one of my girls, I think my guy said, Floyd, I think she like me. I said, she probably do, but you ain't got that bag, <laughs> But I got to, I be telling motherfuckers, I'm just, but I be telling motherfuckers real talk, I be like, yo, my man, you think that, you know, just because I'm fly and I got money, you think that's the only thing to me? I got some good dick, too. Shit, I'm mean, being real. I mean, at least in my mind, every dude think they got some good dick. I think I'm... Those are your line of questions. I, they, Yeah, every guy uh, does think that. They well, every dude think they got good dick. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't think I'm just... I mean, I don't think... The girls say I'm... I ain't bad. I mean, I mean... The girls say I ain't bad. I'm saying back in the day, when I was when I was young... I think when I was like 17, I was fucking a lady like 38. She said, boy, you're going to have some girls when you get older. <laughs> I lost my virginity to a 28-year-old when I was like 15. <laughs> yeah, so when she was like 38, an old head, you know, small waist with a, with a, with a, with a fat ass back in the day. Yeah, so, so let me ask you, do you, when do you know that a woman genuinely loves you and do you care if they genuinely Shit, love you? Shit, I genuinely love me. That's what, that's, what, that's what I care about. No, I get that. But do you oh, care man. if they do? I genuinely love me. I trust me at the end of the day. When we start to put our trust in everybody else, that's when we, when we, every time we put our trust in somebody else, we get let down. Trust yourself. Love yourself. That's what it's about. That's how I got to where I got to. That's why I'm successful, because I trust me and I love me. So do you care? You don't care if you don't receive it from the woman that, or genuine love? Because I know you get genuine love from your kids. I mean, it's, I mean, I can't say that a lot of times like, I'm like, oh, she don't love him or she don't like him. Shit, I'm human. Shit, I'm likable. I'm lovable. Shit, a woman can love me. 
You know, I mean, I'm human. They think, oh, yeah, she, oh, she a gold digger. I say, shit, I am too. She need to be in my life. We got something in common. We both gold diggers. So that doesn't bother you if you, you know, you have like you have feelings for a woman and then you find out she's there for the, because there's a lot of perks that come with, you know, being in your, in you your say if, if, if what, you know, if you found she, out that a woman is more there for the materialistic stuff, she like got to the be benefits. there for a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. She got to be there. She got to, she got to be there for a little bit. Of, everything got to play a major role. Mm -hmm. She got to be there. She, she, I mean, she can kind of like the materialist thing, kind of like me. Kind of like how I look, kind of like my swag. I mean, well, you put every, you put them different things. She like me. But when you're in a relationship, you kind of you kind of using each other anyway. Everybody uses. Somebody. I mean, you, I'm not gonna say. I, I feel like if I'm taking care of, I'm looking out for her, looking out. So when, when I want her to come, when I want to call her, I want her to come. When I want her to come, right. when, when I want to fuck her, because if she want to fuck me, I'm not gonna fuck her. I gotta fuck her when I want to fuck her. <laughs> okay, look, that's just how I am. So how many of your girls have tried you to get you to slide in them raw since you won three hundred fifty million dollars? <laughs> You a comedian. You know so that's not happening. You know, man, I'm not finna do that. You know, I'm not finna. I don't play them games. You don't raw dog? I don't play them games. I'm not doing that. Because we were in Barney's in Vegas. There I'm was not this, doing that. There was I'm this not, little. I'm hey, not doing that. You already oh, got Listen, there was, this little, there was this little kid all, in Vegas. All my children. Um, all my children are shit almost out the house. They grown. <laughs> you so you don't want to have over, any more kids. Which was what I was about to ask. In Barney's in Vegas. Son, I got a son. I got a son 18. <laughs> Daughter 17, another one 16, a daughter 14, so, two boys, two girls. So in Vegas, there was this little kid that ran up to you and held on to your leg and wouldn't let go. Mm -hmm. And it was a moment where I think all of us around you were like, oh, we could see him with another kid. And you can afford it. So, it's, I mean, you can literally open a group home, a chain of them if you wanted. <laughs> have you thought about having another kid? Because you have a lot of good people, good women in your life. Um, have you thought about having another kid? And if so, with who? Uh... <laughs> I don't know right now. I mean, it's tough. I mean, if I got if I have some kids, it's gonna probably be more than just one girl. I mean, I can afford that. Probably have about be like four different girls. So you're very Damn. disciplined right now with the safe sex, is what you're saying. Oh, you always strap up every single time. I mean, I'm, a, I'm, hold on, I'm only human. I'm not saying I ain't. Never, That's what I'm saying. I, I ain't never, think. I ain't never say I ain't never. I'm not, I've never touched no flesh. Well, of course you have kids. You have kids. <laughs> but so. I'll shout out the club. But, uh, but unlike Gio, you have very expensive sperm and they could create a dynamic in the economy. Wait a minute. Um, that, after, after that child support, Listen, I mean, me too, but I'm not. My child support is $950 I just, I just, a month. I just didn't like the simple fact is, you know, once my children were born. You know, three children were born with one female. She she moved out to L.A. and filed for child support. Oh. Well, that's where you do it. Uh, I, so I mean. then, <laughs> they put a question mark. That's what they do. I don't have kids. That made me question everything. So that made me look at everybody like, mm -hmm. I look at them real, real funny. Yeah. So it's, it's so funny you say that because even the little bit of stuff I do every time my daughter's mother, like I used to dance for career, I used to dance for a lot of artists. So every time she would see me dance with another artist, I would get another fucking letter of more child support requests. And you say all I'm doing is I'm in the background dancing. <laughs> so so when you're so so because of yes, who, so much. because of who you are and because um, I pay, I mean I pay good money in child support. We last time you were on the show, we talked about the three hundred thousand a year. But yes. now that you, but now well, that, that's, that's for three kids. For three kids, but my but my but, question but is, but my other one, I pay probably a lot. I pay I, for my daughter, I probably pay about a million a year. When you're having sex, do you turn into NCIS where you have a blue light and you're trying to make sure you've collected everything so that way you don't get fucked up in like nine months? I, I mean, this is personal, but this is the only place I can really ask these questions. Yeah. The people want to know. I don't care. Personally. I just honestly think that if a girl get pregnant, I mean, if I was to go around and a girl was to get pregnant, I think she'd try to keep it. Of course. Of course. I mean, the mega lot only happens once a was it once a week. <laughs> of course, or? I think she like try to keep it. Once every 15, girls are getting pregnant years. to get two G's a month. So imagine what you they're gonna get that yeah. quick thirty. Two G's a month. Some are. Damn. Middle America. Damn, you had that. I'm saying. So does your child support Shit. go up? Now that you... she at? <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> Nebraska. Wait, so do your your child support, does it go up when you win all this money or does, is it fixed? Um, My kids are taken Because I know care. you do a lot outside of that my anyway. My kids are taken care of well. They don't want for nothing. Um, Three of the four. My daughter got a G-Wagon. My two boys got Mercedes cars. And all three of them got Rolls Royces. Jesus. So they're they're okay. 
So uh Damn, my I, father. I, I didn't know my dad, right? But I did hear that he was a dark skinned brother. You said man. that on the last show. It's not your dad. Damn, okay, so man. so so since you were here, the, the IRS that was in the news that you weren't paying your taxes. Huh? Or what did, what I mean, was I, that about? Talk about let, that let me show you something, Jason. Yeah, he okay. didn't actually. Jason, okay, if I show you something. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I have to act like I don't know a lot of shit on this show when I interview. I, mean, I just want to ask. Come on, you just come right here and look. I mean, I paid the IRS. Gio, do your journalistic no, no, no. duties and Check say the amount. Numbers. That says $25 million. In the mic. Oh, that says $25 million. Okay, wait, let me see. No, you, you missed. Department of Trash. No, I see it. Okay, but you misspelled it. It's it's It should be spelled to Jason Lee. Uh, $25 million. So does it hurt you? Like, because my spirit would literally be fucked No, I'm up. happy. Feel good. But, you know, you got to realize, this... That was paid a long time ago. Okay. Right? Like I told you guys before, that was paid before I fought. Mm-hmm. That was paid before I fought. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you keep hearing certain things mm-hmm. that, oh, Floyd didn't do this. Floyd didn't do that. Even like, you know, pull up the footage, you know, like you hear, like, like I said before, you always hear, oh, Floyd can't read. So I guess you go back and you look at the BET Awards, when the teleprompter come up, what am I doing? Well, I was there during your fight commercials. Yeah. So when, I, when I'm filming, when you film commercials, I never said that I was Claudia Jordan or nobody like that. You know, but I, I'm i okay. You know, when, when a contract comes to me, no different from a contract like this. When a contract comes to me, what I do, I, I look over it. I read everything. And then what I do, if it's something I don't know, I highlight it in yellow. When I highlight it in yellow... Then what I do, of course, you grab your phone, you go to, uh, you Google the word. I mean, of course, you you look up the look in the dictionary in the word and you find out what it means. If it's a big word and you don't know what it means, that's what you do. Is it true that you still have that hundred million dollar check that you didn't cash? Um, actually, he knows how much. I mean, after the fight, how much did I show you? I mean, everybody. I, is I saw up. two one hundred million dollar checks right. that you right never cashed. But before fight. this check, this fight, there was I another mean, one, right? Baby, I got. I mean, I got. I remember seeing online that you said, I didn't cash this check. Yeah, I still had this one. So well, I've had to let people know sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. Exactly. You know, I'm blessed way beyond belief. So you recently <laughs> came up at the at the, in the, the, the slots. What was you playing? Oh, yeah, the slot. Yeah. He said, oh, yeah. Slot, so you yeah. came up yeah, on 100 yeah. and what, 70,000? 100,000. 100,000. 100,000. And then you won in the slips. Was how much? 75 or something? No, no. no I had. Um, I when took, does it become unfair for you to keep making all this money? Not to say that, I mean, like I, I'm, I don't want you to stop making money. I don't think anybody here does. But when does it, because the rich just keep getting richer. That's the saying right. that broke people say. Do you ever feel like, damn, I just won another 300 million. This is kind of <laughs> fucked up for somebody <laughs> in Compton. You, or You're immune to that money, man. No, but you said something you, used to it. you said something that was crazy that, that I just couldn't believe. You said that you can't, when you make all this money, there's nothing else you can do with it. And it almost sounded like you were miserable. No, 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 Jason, don't do that. I'm just appreciative. Nah, you didn't sound miserable. But, but, I'm you, but once you have all that money, what else can you do? You got yeah. the jets, you got the cars. You jets. Got put I said jets, I did. Okay. You got the yachts. <laughs> I didn't say boat. Okay. <laughs> no little yachty. Well, you know, I don't, you know, the, the yacht that we have is, is not in my name. It's, it's our yacht, but it's not in my name because we work smarter, not harder. Who's our I mean, because it's me and, my, me and my team, we all ride on it. I don't like to ride mm-hmm. on a yacht by myself, so it's ours. Mm-hmm. Everything I do, like the jet, is the, the jet is ours because everybody fly with me. You done flew on my jet. My t- somebody in from my team done flew on the jet. Um, my jets. <laughs> me. So Plural. the jets are? Plural. Ours? Mm-hmm. I, just, I mean. I mean, I'm just. I, I mean. You know, it's normal for me. <laughs> I think it's normal for me, but a lot of people say it's not normal. My life is normal. When I want a girl to come to Vegas... If she can't find a commercial flight, even though she, every girl should get right on Southwest. Southwest.com. It's not a problem. Southwest, but most of the time I put them on a private jet. You know, now it'll be like a like quick flight like that. It'll be like a 10000 ain't nothing. So seeing how you have everything that you could, you know, money can buy, like what excites you? What excites you in life? Um, shit. Um, people around me being, becoming successful. Me putting people in positions to become successful. Meaning my daughter, mother, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie. Um, uh, I, was, I was able to help Bad Medina, my dad. 
um, James McNair, the Ricky Brazil clothing line, mm-hmm. uh, even Hollywood Unlocked, me just giving back and me helping people around me become successful and accomplish what they want to accomplish. It feels great when, when, you're, when you're in a position to do that, meaning that I wasn't, I wasn't selfish. I didn't keep everything to myself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, even like my team, like Jay Blink and everybody around me, I want everybody, I want everybody around me to shine. Mm-hmm. When they got diamond watches, diamond chains, the things that they like, nice cars, um, a nice house. And, but with the boxers, what the boxers don't understand is this. What I don't like with the fighters that's under, under the Mayweather, under the Mayweather promotions mm-hmm. uh, banner. These fighters make 300000 and spend 300000 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They make 400000 and spend 400000 and they forget about Uncle Sam. Right, right, right. Meaning that I can have a bill with the IRS for 20 men. I can have a bill with the IRS for 25 men because I got, I got that to pay. You know, when I pay 25 men, it's nothing. Still gonna act the same way. That don't hurt a little bit. It don't I'm hurt not, you. I, I, no, I gave him 30. I mean, I'm used to it. I gave him 34. I gave him 34 million before too. So it just I, 30, y'all see me post it. Right, right. I said y'all. I said you guys asking for. You know, you guys hearing certain things. I paid him. He's just 26 million, but I gave him another eight million. You know, that's 34. You know, I'm good. You know, I'm shot with them numbers. It seems like you enjoy setting people up for, I noticed with, you know, some of the women that you're friends with, that you support them and, and, and shout out their businesses. Have you ever thought about maybe having some kind of like, I don't know, like a show, like a Shark Tank type of thing or something where, because it seems like you launch a lot of people's businesses. Man, the reality shows been coming at me like crazy, mm-hmm. you know, but like I said, for the right price, for the right price, you got to pay. And you could EP that, executive produce that and have them all. Yeah, well, you, you know, all access, I'm executive producer mm-hmm. for, you know, all my fights, you know, I own all my fights. So, so I own my masters. So one thing is clear that you're extremely generous with the people in your world and the people that are close to you. Yes. Some um, recently with the hurricane that happened in Houston, there was a story that went around that you mm-hmm. donated two hundred million, and sometimes mm-hmm. you get criti- criticized for not just giving money away to Black Lives Matter or the hurricane or the thousands of causes that are out there. Mm-hmm. What do you say to people who criticize you and say to whom much is given, much is required? Well, you know what they did. That was a rumor about the 200 million. Right. You know, I'm not, you know, I don't mind giving back. Even like this, giving back, that 25 men right there can take care of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in Houston. Mm-hmm. Why are we giving up checks for giving to IRS? We're giving money to the IRS like 26 mm-hmm. million, 34 million, 25 million. That is giving back. They supposed to use that money. Right, that money right there is oh, for emergencies. That's mm-hmm. what that money is for. And they're not using the money. I don't know what they're using the money for. I can't say what they are using it for or what they are not using it for. But that money like that is for situations like Hurricane Harvey. Mm -hmm. And so to people who criticize you to think that you should write another blank check, what do you say to those people? Um, I'm always giving back. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I'm not the type that have to go on social media and tell the world, Oh, Look how look how much money I'm giving. You need to give this. You need to give that. I don't have to do that. So with that Kevin Hart challenge, if I give twenty with five thousand, you give a million. Do you think it became more of a competition, sort of like buying bottles at the club, or who's giving more, tell, buying more money? A lot of times, see Kevin Hart. He, you know, and I, and you know, I love Kevin Hart. Like him, unbelievable talent. Um, and I just heard, you know I heard about the challenge, but there's a lot of people that's posting. Oh yeah, I'm giving this and I'm giving that that don't have it to give. Rather they're, rather they're, certain entertainers don't have it to give. And a lot of times, people that's, people that people that do have it is not giving it. And people that don't have it is it's giving it. it. When it should be the opposite way around. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people, a lot of these, these entertainers and these artists don't have it. Kevin Hart, he has it. I don't know. But a lot of other a lot of other people don't have it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times these 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 entertainers, the money that they have is the money that they made that night or the money they made when they when they're making a, an appearance. Mm-hmm. Listen, I tell the world is so the world will know. Get used to me. Mm-hmm. For 21 <laughs> years I've been here. Get used to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going nowhere. So so I told him this 21 years ago. So 20 years from now, I'll still be this. I'll still be able to buy the same thing every month. A nice house, 
Nice car. And everybody know I got any kind of car you can name. I've been to any country you could possibly name. And in and, and 30 years from now, I still have my I still have a, probably a newer jet, still mm-hmm. have a jet, still have top flight cars, and my kids would just be running my mm-hmm. all, you know, all my different businesses. What what do you say to people that think that there's no way you can keep spending this much money? Like tell people you have investments, right? It's, it's, it's six it's, figures a year, I heard. I mean a month you make. No, no, seven, no, seven, seven excuse me. Seven figures. Sorry. My bad. That's excuse okay. me. My bad, bad. And bad. I mean I mean you hear that, oh, there's no way to sustain that long term. He's gonna go through his money. The he, next okay, one hits in twelve say, days. Even if I did. Okay, here we go. Even if I did, just say if I wanted to, even if I wanted to fuck off all my money, mm-hmm. I can't. Because those are the smart investments that I made. Gotcha. Even if I wanted to fuck off all my money, I can't. Mm-hmm. Because I learned how to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went to those, my billionaire buddies, I never said, oh, I love your jet. I love your yacht. I love your house. Show me how it's done. And there's only three ways you can learn. Hearing, seeing, and doing. Show me how it's done. Okay, now I, now I got it. And so what I tell my children is, listen, never get rid of this investment. You keep this and y'all get this to y'all grandchildren. And what y'all tell them is, when I'm gone, never get rid of this. Mm-hmm. 